Jessica, hi guys, welcome back. Sorry we've been MIA for a while. Missing in action for those who don't know what MIA stands for. <laughs> so we're coming back to you with another episode. This episode is going to be a QA. Um, I had quite a few of my friends and family submit questions and things that they wanted to know about either both of us or about the process of being in a long distance relationship or um, about quite a few things. So we got about nine questions to get through. So let's get started. So the first question is, what are your future plans? Do you want to start answering that question? Well, our future plans is getting there with like this type of visa we applied to, which is a one visa mm-hmm. for people who doesn't know what K-1 visa is, it's like a fiancé visa. Mm-hmm. Like, when you get to the United States, you need to marry your fiancé in less than 90 days. Right. So that's the first step of our plan, getting married, and then... Well, before that, you have to get here. But we'll explain the whole mm-hmm. uh, fiancé K-1 visa process probably in another episode. Um, but yeah, that's, and you know, just for some context, that's what that is. So that's the first step we applied for that. And then once he gets accepted and he can come here, then we can get married. So those are the first few things. Then we have time to kind of not really get to know each other, but like, be together in person finally and go on dates and hang out and uh, kind of go through daily life together, right? Mm-hmm. Do all the things you dream to do. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you are taking? What's the first thing you want to do? I mean, the first thing, go to Disneyland with you. I thought you wanted to go to Santa Monica Pier. Yeah, we go to Santa Monica second. Don't worry about it. <laughs> So you run up my wallet first with Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not going to run up your wallet. I know, I'm kidding. Mm, Just a little bit, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, and then you want to go to Santa Monica Pier and quite a few other places I think you've heard about and seen in movies and things like that. And then I want to, you know, show you... Right. And I want to show you, like where I'm from and the things around Long Beach and where I, where we are going to be living and you're going to be living with me. So you get to experience all of that, like, you know, in the first few days even. And little things like going to the grocery store and doing chores together, things like that. But do we want to have kids? You want to answer that? That's kind of part of our future plans, right? Of course. I want that. Who doesn't want kids? Um, there are, there are I plenty mean, of people who don't want kids. I mean, it's, it's something important to me to have, like... Yeah. Somebody who take my, like, my name. Somebody, like, who take my legacy. Yeah. And you're lucky that I want to. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, that's not what I meant. I'm glad <laughs> that... Inshallah, like, yeah. those are gonna be from you. Right. 
And that we can continue your lineage, your family. Uh-huh, but like... Together. Exactly, but I don't want to... Like, we are trying and we are, we are planning, like, to not have kids at the few quiet years. Right, together. so we don't want kids uh, right away. We want to be able to enjoy the time that we have together first before we start having kids. I mean, we're young, you know, so I don't think that we need to jump into having children right away. We can just enjoy life while we're young. Yeah, we're still 26 years old only. Right. So we got life to leave. Right. So we got time to settle down for kids and obviously we want to be more financially stable when we do have kids to be able to support them. So kids mm-hmm. later. I want Yeah, one thing um, um, we are planning like to do in our future is like go back. I go back to school mm-hmm. and develop myself so I can get like a good position, I mean, a good job. Mm-hmm. So I can be able to afford all the things for my family. Yeah. You know, for I, our family. I agree. And our kids in the future. Right, I agree. And I also think there's. In the plans, there's, you know, room for me to do that as well, to be able to continue the growth in my career and see where that takes me. Yeah, and see where that takes me. And obviously, you know, the higher your degree, like usually the more or the higher paying your jobs are. So moving forward, those are kind of some of our plans. So the next question is, how do you both deal with being bored at times with your long-distance relationship routine? And how do you spice things up? Mm, can you explain to me a little bit the question? Yeah. So how do we both deal with being bored? Because we're long-distance, we can only do so many things. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And then so, how do we try and think of new ways to do more things? It's like two, yeah. two questions. <laughs> So, when we feel bored, there's like a game we play, me and my fiance, which called Call of Duty. <laughs> play multiplayer, yeah. and we kill some, some people. enemies together. Some enemies, yeah. At the game. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, we play that game, um, but I also think there are quite a few things we do. Like we said in a previous episode, we watch movies, we watch TV shows with that app called Rave. Um, What else do we do? We talk. (laughs) We, like, ask each other questions. Um, I will say that recently, this is something that we've never done that we did recently, and I really liked it. We plan more on our future. Yeah, but we recently... um, I was coming home from work one of the other days this week. Ayub said, like, uh, are you hungry? What are you doing for dinner? And I was like, well, I don't know yet. <laughs> and um, I kind of wanted to go out to eat, but I didn't have anybody that was going to go with me. And he was like, well, I'll go with you. And we haven't done that in the almost four and a half years that we have been dating. I've never gone somewhere to a restaurant by myself and just sat there and ordered my own food while he was on the phone. So that was kind of fun. We did something different. It was like we were on a date. Uh, and yeah, but, well, you weren't by yourself. I was where you go. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I wasn't by myself. 
Um, I was ordering for one and it was looked at really weirdly, but that's okay. (laughs) So we try and come up with different ways that we either get to know more about each other or just have fun together. We play games on Facebook like Uno and there's a game called Ludo and it's kind of like um, Sorry, the game Sorry in the States. Um, Sometimes we include the family. Yeah. When you are at your house mm-hmm. or like my family are around. Yeah, we say like hi to each other's families. and We include my niece to right. like play with her. Right. I mean, it does get, it definitely does get, not boring, it just becomes a routine. You know, I wake up, I go to work, I text you, you know, I, I work throughout the whole day and then we communicate when, you know, I'll be done with work. He has a similar schedule just on the other side of the world with different time zones, but he works basically at the same time I do. And then he's off at around the same time I am. And so he'll call me and we'll talk and hang out for, it depends on the day, about an hour and a half usually, and then he goes to bed. And we'll, like I said, we'll play games or we'll, you know, hang out and talk or whatever, or talk about our day. It's similar, I think, to if you were here. I don't know that we would... I guess the only difference would really be, like, we could go out and do something if we really wanted to, or we could cook at home together or play games at home together. You, you just happen to be far away. So I guess our, our, like, what we can do is kind of limited, but we've made it work. I think we've done more than make it work. It, it really works, and I don't find myself bored too often. Exactly, yeah, same. Okay, so the next question. Um, If we could change anything about our relationship, what would it be and how would it benefit our relationship? If we could change anything about our relationship? Mm Mm-hmm. The obvious one is the distance, right? The distance, exactly. (laughs) That's pretty obvious, but I... Like, for example... Now we are like more than 6,000 miles away and like we're still really good. We still work as a team, as a partner, all together. So when we take off this distance, we're going to be unstoppable, babe. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I mean, is there anything else besides the obvious distance that you would change about our relationship? I mean, for now... That's like the big obstacle mm-hmm, right. in our relationship. Right, that is I the mean, biggest it's one. It's obstacle because like we get used to it and we are good. Right. At the beginning of our relationship, it was like really hard, but like with time and after meeting each other and like our love grows. Right. So. I guess if I could change anything that wasn't scary. necessarily the distance, but like the distance between us, I would change the actual distance of like where your country is because it's expensive (laughs) to come visit you. So I would be saving money. (laughs) You want to hear a funny funny, like joke about changing anything? Yeah. I think you were going to change my eyebrows. You're going to cut them in the middle. And your stomach. Your stomach will get bigger (laughs) when you get here. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna feed you. I'm gonna fatten you up. That's a joke because always, always Jessica told me like to that she's gonna cut off my eyebrows. I'm not gonna cut them off. 
sticky one eyebrow. You're gonna you I just love it that way. He has one eyebrow. <laughs> he has a unibrow. No, um I mean, obviously I think you could maybe, you know, shave it a little bit. But I wouldn't really change that as part of who you are, I guess. So okay, next question. This one's for you. Okay. It says, Ayub, how is it explaining to your family that Jessica was thousands of miles away? And did they approve right away? I mean, at the beginning, it was like, they didn't like realize that they were like, they thought I was joking or kidding about the situation. But then when I told them that, I asked my father, remember when you applied for your visa, I asked my father to do the invitation letter to you and your mom so you could come. So I guess that's when they really believe that I'm really, really serious about what I want. And they support me, especially when they met you and your, with your mama. Mm -hmm. They were like so happy. They were like, oh, they're really nice. We love them. I mean, my mom still misses your mother. <laughs> my mom like, misses your mom. Susan. Yeah. That's my friend Susan. Oh. So. <clears throat> yeah, your family's really, um, they're all very sweet. And then they know, yeah, when they know I'm serious about, like, they didn't say anything except, like, that they support us. Right. And we can go for it. We can go for it together. Oh, yeah. So the next question is. In this type of relationship, um, is is this against your culture in any way? And how do your parents feel about the whole thing now, us dating and being in a relationship? Well, now they believe in us. They just want to see them grandchildren. But you didn't answer the previous question. Is this uh, acceptable in your culture or does it go against your culture in any way? Our relationship. You mean my culture or mm -hmm. my religion? Both. Well, in my religion, yeah, it is acceptable because I'm Muslim and I'm allowed like to marry anyone who any kind of religion who like has a book and believe in God. Right. Like. Yeah, we went over that in one of our. Christian, Catholic. Jews, so yeah. Muslims the same, so yeah, we went over that in one of our other episodes. So basically, it's not against your religion. Is it different for your culture? And also in my culture, that's totally fine. But it because is different. Have, it is different, but like it's fine for me, like to be together. That was the question. Is it different in your culture? Sorry, it is different. Because your, your culture suggests that you don't date and that as the guy, you see some girl that you like or you know and you go over to her, her house and talk to her parents and basically tell her parents, okay, I like her, I'm going to marry her. And then the parents are like, okay, well, what are you going to give my child, my daughter, uh, in exchange for your hand yeah, in marriage, 
or her hand in marriage. And then you argue about it. That's what most people do here. Right. There's also, like, some of them, oh, like, they date normally and they go. But, like, most of the people do, like, you ask, like you said. Mm -hmm. I mean, but also there is, like, some of the people, they date normally when they go to school or college or... You, you have yet to you have yet to tell me about anybody that you know that dates like that yeah because <laughs> you know. yeah, there's nobody in your life that has done that that has dated like that yeah but like you need to compromise sometimes like mm-hmm. you told me yeah and that makes sense that's what I do right like my cousin who lives in London he's married to a Polish girl in London, he has been married for three years to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's because he moved to London, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He was living in London, and he met her. So it is different, but it's not, like, unheard of that you would, you know, date somebody from somewhere else. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. but it is... Dated. Right. But it You're is different from you, for you. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the next question is, how do you plan to deal with the difference of religions when you're married? Compromise. Right. Yeah. And also listen to the other person, you know, because like I mentioned in another episode, um, the way that you are so in tune with your religion really, really makes me better at my religion. Like when I see you pray and you know, talk about God and everything. And so I think that like listening to the other person and really kind of like understanding where the other person is coming from and Yeah. And sharing our towns, you know. And and also like sharing the me, stories from your you. Yeah. In that case, me and you we are not like two person. We are one person. We work together. Mm-hmm. And we share our ideas and everything about our religion, so we find a way to compromise. Mm-hmm. And both sides are happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, what we used to do. And I think, I mean, that happens even, well, I guess I can't speak on that, but I would imagine it happens even if you were the same religion, you still have to compromise on things. And not everybody is always going to believe the exact same as you, I think. Although we have a lot of um, big similarities. Um, so I think, yeah, compromise is probably the biggest answer to that. And, and I don't think it's dealing with the different religions. It's being respectful of both of our religions and understanding that. And like I said in a previous episode as well, if, if there's anything that I've learned throughout our four and a half or so years of dating, it's that our religions are more similar than they are different. And that I can have a whole conversation with you and everything you believe is exactly what I believe, depending on what it is. So while there's compromise, there's a lot of similarities. And I don't think that'll change after we're married. It's going to be the same. I mean, it'll be more important to compromise and to really talk about things because like you said we'll we'll be in union you know it's not just it's it's the two of us coming together to be one so if anything it'll be better yeah. when we're married and so 
will be Inshallah. So the next question is, you kind of already answered this, but what was it like telling your parents that you were in a long distance relationship? I mean, well, like from 6,000 miles at the beginning, they found, they found that weird. And then I told you, they, I mean, it's weird. Like you're far away, like the first doubt you are far away and you are like from a different country, different culture, like you said. But right. Like, like I told you at the end, when you came here and they get to talk to you, they get to know you and your mama, mm -hmm. everything was really cool. I think that's the initial I'm reaction glad, of I'm a lot of people. Yeah, I think that's the initial reaction of a lot of people. It's like, well, how is this supposed to work? You know, you're a million miles away. Um, you know, but it doesn't sound like it'd be something that's like solid and that kind of thing. I want to do a whole episode on what it was like telling my parents because they got some pretty funny stories because I told them separately. I told my, I told my mom... I believe I told my mom in the bathroom. Like, we were both in the bathroom together. Sorry, mom. Uh, she was doing her hair or something. And I was I was talking to her uh, while she was doing her hair. And I was like, so I'm talking to this guy. And she's like, okay. And I told her all about it. And she's like, hmm, all right. But I would, like, explore other options. As any parent, I think, would if they heard that same scenario. Because it's just, it's not normal here. I mean, it's becoming more normal. But uh, to the average person, people are like, well, I couldn't do that or I wouldn't do that because, you know, it just sounds too difficult or you don't think you can make it work. And I think for you and I, it really was just like, well, I'm going to talk to you and see where it goes. And then every day was, you know like better than the last one and we just never stopped talking and then it turned into something. So, <laughs> and for my dad, I told my dad separately, I like sat him down and he was like in his back like work office watching TV or something and I told him and he was like, what? <laughs> I'll have them tell you. I uh, yeah, I we're gonna invite them on as guests, I think, in an, in an episode and we can talk all about this. But um, obviously now they understand and and they're obviously now they're supportive and not that they weren't before, but <laughs> they were. So I guess it kind of goes into the next question is what would you have done if your parents weren't supportive or your families in general? I mean, I can't think about it because my parents always like, like they've never not supported me. Like they always like support me, and they know they have like a good like boy. So, and I do things which are right. And even if they weren't supportive, well, I will still like do what my heart and my mind tell me about. Yeah, so. I I agree. You know, I think that it was my worry you know, whether or not they would be supportive only because I don't know that they know many people that are in this situation until after we got into this situation and started dating. And then all these people like around me in my life, like kind of came out of the woodwork, I think, and are, 
I have, I know a lot more people between my mom and my dad's friends. And then also people that I know that are going through a long distance relationship like myself. Um, but also I think they were supportive from the beginning. They just needed to kind of understand you better, understand our relationship together better. And I think that's with anybody that you meet first. It doesn't have to be a long distance relationship, although the distance does make it harder for anybody to meet the other person because you're just talking through a screen. So it becomes harder to understand what they're like off screen because we are only talking for like, you know, a few hours a day. It's not like we're talking for the entire day or sitting next to each other in a room and they can see your mannerisms and, you know, how you act and all that kind of stuff. So I wouldn't say that my parents were not supportive from the beginning. I think they they just had to kind of like see our relationship evolve. And then, you know, now that we're as far into our relationship as we are, and I think after in kind of including you in the things that we've done as a family and talking about you and kind of opening up and sharing the best that I see in you to my family, they understand why I love you and why I've kept this going for as long as it has. Because, and, and also I agree with you that both of my parents should understand mom and dad and know you're listening so they should understand that they that they raised me correctly and my my parents biggest fear at the beginning i know was um that i'm i'm doing i'm doing this and i'm thinking with my heart and not my head but everything in me was like i've already thought it through in my head but obviously i have to also lead with my heart so there was both in there and I didn't jump to anything very quickly. Does that make sense? Like we did everything like in our time. And I don't think we were like immediate about anything. And that was what's really important because I see a lot of long distance relationships on our K1 visa page that we follow on Facebook and stuff. And I see a lot of them. They're like, oh, my boyfriend and I dated for three months and are now filing for, for our fiance visa and... I'm trying to just get him here or her here. And I'm like, three months? We've been doing this for four years. Like, it's insane to me. I mean, when, when you know, you know. Yeah, but that's but that's we why, right. But that's why we didn't jump into anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, we could have easily been like, oh, we know we love each other. So after, like, even six months of dating, we could have, you know, jumped into the visa pool and try to do this so much sooner, but it just didn't feel right to do it that way. It felt like we had to kind yeah. of like not go through the motions, but we really had to like make sure this is what both of us wanted. Exactly. We want to make sure that like we're good together mm -hmm. and we grow up together mm -hmm. and do all the things before like getting engaged and doing that. And starting a life together. Exactly. Yeah. So last question, we kind of answered it a little bit, but we can just wrap it up with this question. What are our future goals as a couple? What do you think our goals are? Goes to a grandpa and a grandma sitting in the balcony and listening to music and remember <laughs> some beautiful moments of our lives. Yeah. I think you missed you missed all of these years in between there. <laughs> 
I think our future goals are obviously to have him come here and, and for both of us to be more educated and to feel accomplished or to be working towards a uh, dream job of sorts and that uh, we would like to have kids in the future and to be kind of uh, fin more financially stable in the future to be able to support them and what else? You know, obviously to be married before we have the kids. <laughs> yeah, working hard and discover every single thing and right. do all the things we want to do. Oh, and I think another travel one. Together. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Another really big goal of ours is to travel together. We, like, I love to travel and Ayub has so much, like, uh, adrenaline and excitement to travel to these places that he's never been and they're going with me to brazil sure i'll go with you to brazil <laughs> i'll go with you anywhere <laughs> there are all these places that we want to visit and um see and, and there are places that i want to show him and experience with him and i don't know if i said this in another episode but that is going to be the best part of being together in person and being married together is to be able to kind of experience life, especially the life that I've already seen around me, but to experience life from your perspective, from you seeing it for the first time. Sorry, sports car. <laughs> um, but to, to experience all of that, like from your perspective, that's going to be more exciting to me. And then, like you said, to grow old together and sit on the balcony and drink coffee and talk about all of the really awesome things that we did together in our lives. So, inshallah, that will happen. Awesome. So, I think that's it for this episode. It was a little bit of a longer one. We got quite a few other things that we're going to be talking about in um, some of our other episodes moving forward. Obviously, we're going to talk about that... Uh, K-1 visa process. We're going to talk about me going to visit him this last time when he proposed and the whole debacle of getting there and being stranded in France for three days. And we may do an episode on the Arabic language and some key things that we want to teach our listeners about the Arabic language. And we got more ideas for ho holiday and anniversary ideas and uh, an entire episode on food. We love a good food moment. And we're going to be doing some interviews in there. So definitely stay tuned. Thanks so much for listening. And any final thoughts? Thank you guys for taking time to listen to our podcast. Yep. And we'll see, see you, you next in the time. Next episode. See you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Ciao, ciao.